Από πού ερχόσασταν και πού πηγαίνατε. Από Λονδίνο ήμουν για Αθήνα. Τέλος καλό, όλα καλά. Πάρα. They say you should never meet your heroes, but I'm thrilled to have the opportunity today. In this first episode, I'm chatting with someone I have been dreaming of meeting for the past three years. He's a really special man and an asset to Greece, a genuine soul who I'd love to find a way to work with. His name is Moses Elisaf, the mayor of Yanina. With him, I'll be talking about the region of Epirus, its history, our shared love of Albania, and my passion for Greek mayors, including the ex-mayor of Thessaloniki, Yanis Boutaris. Let's welcome Mr. Moses Elisa. Good morning, Mr. Elisa. And firstly, thank you so much for being part of this new project. Thank you so much for this kind invitation and the honor. This is the first episode and also the episode that, to be honest, made me the most nervous <laughs> because I'm generally quite curious about mayors in Greece. They play a very big role, not just in the community, but society as a whole. And when I learned about you running for mayor of Yanina, winning the election and becoming the first Jewish mayor of Greece, I wanted to meet you in person and hopefully understand more about a region that, to be honest with you, has taken me a long time to understand. Yeah, it needs a lot of time because it's a special area. It's uh, an unusual area. All the area is very beautiful because it combines mountains, for example, Zagorga villages, Jumerka villages, Metsovo, and sea. Ionian coasts, which are very beautiful, and you have in very short distance, less than one hour, both the mountains and both the island. And also it's uh, special for its historical past. I guess that's the thing for me. It's such a varied place, and I think out of all the different places I've been to, Epirus is possibly my favorite. What does Epirus mean to you? It's my home. I have born here in the city of Ioannina in 1954, I'm approximately 70. I have been a student here in the elementary and high school, in Zosimea School, which is a famous school here in Ioannina. And I have spent most of my life in the area. It is all my life. Our city once was the center of the Western Balkans. After the ethnic states and the Cold War, after the crossing of boards in 1945, Ioannina became, unfortunately, an isolated city of northwestern Greece. It was also isolated from the other part of Greece because of the roads, which were very bad at the time. But now, with the opening of border and with the new roads, we are in the crossroads of the highways, Ignatia and Ionian roads. So we are in the center of the country at the moment. We have also an international airport. We are very close to the port of Egumenica. So now 
we are again a center in the Western Balkans, a commercial center, a medical center, a cultural center, a touristic center. And I think that's what really excites me. I, I obviously grew up in England, but have roots from Epirus. Now I spend part of my year living in Italy. What I love is that I can leave my house in Florence in the afternoon, take a boat, and in the morning I wake up in Epirus. Yeah, it's very easy to travel to Italy. And also we have very good relations with uh, Albania because part of Albania has... Uh, First of all, a Greek minority in Albania. And second, we are very close. So people from Albania come here for many reasons, for commercial reasons, for medical reasons, for recreation. So we have very good relation with uh, South Albania. I think I read that around 10% of the population of Epirus is Albanian. Yes, there are, after the opening of the border, the collapse of the communist regime, many Albanian people, especially the Greek minority, but not only, came here to work. So a lot of people in the municipality of Ioannina are from Albania, and many of them vote during the municipality elections. At least 2,000 Albanian people voted. And how do you like Albania when you visit it? I like uh, very much. I like to go. And also to Tirana. We have very good relations with the mayor of Tirana. And uh, Albania is our first priority in our city diplomacy. Albania, Cyprus and Israel are our three targets of city diplomacy at the moment. Going back to you as a mayor, did you always imagine yourself applying for this position at some point in your life? Yes. Uh, I had to tell you that beyond to be professor of internal medicine and the director of the second department of medicine for approximately 20 years, I was an active citizen. I was president of the Jewish community of Ioana for approximately 20 years, and I was member of the city council many times. So I have been involved actively in city politics. So I decided 2019 to be the mayor of the city. It was the time that I could succeed in it. People knew me very well. I have worked here in the city for 40 years. So they decided to elect me that it's a very great honor, but also it's a big challenge for me because I have to fulfill their requirements and it is not very easy. Our uh, two first priorities, first of all, the programmed extraversion of the city, and I told you that our main target is the city to become the center in the Western Balkans, and second is to work with the everyday problems of the citizens. City is a big one. It includes 42 villages. It's a city of a population 100, approximately 20,000, plus 30,000 students, which we have to discuss about our university, which is very important for the city, generally. So 
we have to work on the everyday problems of the citizens. But six months later, it was the pandemic. So everything changed. Our priorities changed. We have to protect the people to keep the city alive because it was very difficult at that time. We managed successfully. We have two big hospitals. We have the state hospital, 400 beds, and we have also the university hospital, 800 beds, which is the referral center in northwestern part of the country, including South Albania. And I think we have very difficult times. Two times were very critical, but at least we succeed. Before coming to the studio today, we met at your office in the city center, and then we walked through the Castro, which was known for being the center of the Jewish community in Yanina. And I often walk past the door of the synagogue there, and it's always closed, but today you managed to open it up, and it was amazing to see inside the building. What does the synagogue mean for you? Yes. Uh, first of all, I have to tell you that I'm not a religious man. Even though I'm the president of the Jewish community, it seems strange, but it is the truth. I'm an open-minded man. I'm secular. But uh, synagogue is very important for my life because it is the center of the Jewish life in this city. It was the center of the Jewish life for many centuries because once it was a florist community, it was the biggest community in the country after Thessaloniki, Salonika. It was the center of the so-called Roman Judaism. Even if Salonika is the capital of the so-called Sephardi Judaism, Ioannina was the capital of the Roman Judaism, that means Greek-speaking Jews. That is a unique tradition, not well known all over the world, even among the Jews. And uh, the synagogue is the center of this rich Roman Jewish tradition. I found a cookbook recently, a very rare cookbook, which is called Cookbook of the Jews of Greece. Mr. Stavroulakis' book, you mean, yeah. you mentioned. Yes, it's a very interesting book. He was a very interesting man. Uh, he has worked a lot about the Jewish tradition in, in Greece. He was also director of the Jewish Museum of Athens. And then he established the Jewish synagogue in Hania, Creta. He was a very strange personality. And uh, his interesting book includes receipts from all communities, uh, Jewish communities in the country. And if you read carefully the book, you can find a lot of uh, receipts from Ioannina because the cooking was mainly affected by the local cuisine. It's uh, because the Romanian people spoke Greek and speak Greek, so were assimilated in the city life. And they have traditions and customs affected by the local tradition and the local customs and the local music and the local cuisine. So growing up, what kind of recipes would your family and uh, the Jewish community cook amongst each other? Yeah, I have found in the book some receipts that my mother uh, prepared, uh, and it was both uh, food, but also sweets. Yes. 
What would be the dish, the recipe that you remember from your childhood? Your favorite dish when you came home it, it from was school? Some, uh, some very special sweets uh, named Fnaro, named Malibi. The first of all was uh, with eggs and uh, sugar. and uh, yeah. Going back to your point about faith, I'm also not a religious person, but I'm very interested in learning about religion. And I believe that all religion should be respected and that people who do believe should have places where they can go to worship. And those who are interested in learning about a religion should have access to the information like we did today to go inside the synagogue and learn about what this means to others. Um, I absolutely agree with you. We have to respect our religions and uh, I'm married with a Christian, so I have to respect both religious, Jewish religion and Christian religion. And I am also interested in learning more and more about uh, the faith, about uh, the Christian, about Muslim, about uh, customs, about the, uh, all these things. But I'm, I'm not a religion, strict religion. I don't respect the strong religious rules. A few years ago, I had the pleasure of meeting a mayor who is a real inspiration for me, Mr. Butaris. Butaris, yes. It's a close friend of mine, and uh, I also... It's a man of inspiration. We have very good relations. I am, I'm trying to keep his uh, open-minded uh, view of the things. I interviewed him once as part of a documentary about lack of cremation facilities at the time in Greece, what impressed me about him was how open-minded, cultured, traveled the man was, and that those things went into his philosophies for the city. I absolutely agree with you. He's not a classic politician. He's an open-minded man. And I think that uh, he managed to change uh, Thessaloniki from a second-class city of Greece and center of the Balkans. It's a major success. He is an exceptional case, and I think it is a man who can inspire us. It's our model. So, beyond your profession, what other interests and hobbies do you have, and how do you spend your time off in Epirus? Yes, I, first of all, I'm a doctor, and I have worked. I'm a professor of medicine, so I was at the same time doctor in the everyday practice, but it was teacher and also researcher. So I have to work in three fields at the same time, and also to be an active citizen involved in the city politics and the Jewish communities. I have been also a member of the Central Board of Jewish Communities and General Secretary of the Central Board of Jewish Communities. And uh, also I was uh, the president of the Cultural Center, so I have been involved mainly in cultural affairs. So this is like your whole life, this is yes. your hobby. Yes. Do you ever have time off? I have tried to find time. You need to manage the, your time effectively, and I have tried to succeed in it, to manage the time. It's not very easy, 
but I, I have tried it. I like very much to travel in, in Italy. I enjoy the life in Italy. And I like very much the Italian people, so I have very strong relations with Italy. It's my favorite country. Really? Yes. I, and I Florence and Venice are my favorite uh, cities. I just want to ask you a couple more questions. Going back to you being mayor of Yanina, would you consider running for mayor again? <laughs> That's a, a very difficult question. I think that I have to continue my work because it was a very strange duty. It was a duty with pandemia, with economic and only crisis, and finally war. So we could not finalize our plans. And we need a few more years to finalize our work and to give the people these things we have managed uh, uh, these years. We will see this. The people... The citizens will decide. We'll see our work, we'll see our plans, and they will decide. In just one year. In just one year. I'll be here. Oh, next My October. Okay. So we'll have uh, the opportunity to discuss after the election the, uh, the, the results. Mr. Elisaf, I want to thank you for your time today, for your open mind, and for also inspiring me to move to Epirus in the near future. I thank you for the honor to participate in this podcast and I hope that uh, it will be well perceived by the audience. And I'm so glad that your English is is so excellent, but the and reason It's not very it's not excellent, but it's it's great. But the reason I wanted to do this series in English is so that people from abroad could really understand how special this region is. What would be your message to listeners of Epirus Falls? I will tell the people to come to see the city and the surrounding area. And I'm sure that uh, they will enjoy their stay here. And I think that we have all the possibilities to fulfill the requirements of all our visitors. And you will personally welcome each visitor when they come? Of course.